After arriving home from the hospital, I might as well have been on the moon. I knew where everything was, and yet I was lost beyond all belief. I spent much of my time alone, and the real horrors began. My home was a trailer, small and should be hard to get lost in, but I found myself in an environment both strange and dangerous. I shared this trailer with my mother, but I was alone now because Mom was in the hospital with heart problems. We are miles away from the nearest town of any appreciable size and located in a remote wooded area. That means a cry for help from here will never be heard over the ever-present sounds of birds and critters. This definitely is no place for a lone blind man. Venturing outside by myself means I could easily end up lost in the swampy and treacherous woods. The result would be tragic, and just the thought of it makes me shiver. My arrival home from the hospital introduced me to the reality of what is to follow in the future. The walk from the car to the front door of the trailer was one I had made a thousand times before, but this time was one like I had never done. The awful feeling continued once I was inside. On one occasion, while bumping around in the trailer, I accidentally wandered into a small bedroom closet filled with clothes while I was on the way to the bathroom. To my horror, I became lost in that tiny closet. After tramping around in circles for the longest time, I ended up wetting myself in the process of finding my way out. Later that night, I tried to seat myself in a living room rocking chair. After finding the arm of the chair and missing the seat, I did a very ungraceful fall to the floor, knocking over a wrought iron plant stand into the window behind. The window stayed intact, but I found myself on my back wondering, how did I miss this seat? I was now laying covered in plants and soil, both from flowers and myself. This ended up most embarrassing, to say the least. The simplest things, like finding something to eat, clothes to wear, and how to keep myself clean, were proving difficult. Later, my older brother looked in on me, only to find the house in ruin. Larry looked in on me twice a day, and it was now time for my nightly medications, which were many and complicated. Communication between us about the process was not only hard, but time-consuming and made it hard on my older brother because he didn't read well due to poor vision. Of course, the names on the medicines were quite foreign to him. His interpretations of my medicines were so different to what I had learned that even I had a hard time knowing what I was being given. Administering my medicines now takes twice as long as it did before the loss of my vision. His feelings were left mostly bruised and more than a little frayed by the time we were done. I don't think this was something he really wanted to repeat again. Watching over me, feeding, and giving medications were just too much for him. It wasn't long and I became filthy dirty, not getting nearly enough to eat and becoming quite sick. Without eating, my medicines were eating a hole in my stomach and I had become severely dehydrated. Pain was terrible and I was scared to death. Soon my youngest brother Randy was home from work offshore and found me filthy and awful pain and begging to be taken to the hospital. I had been throwing up blood and was so weak I could hardly stand. In seeing this, he immediately called an ambulance and followed me to the emergency room. It was a messy and painful trip for not only me but the EMTs. It took three days in the hospital to get rehydrated and medicines to help my stomach heal. Randy knew at this point that my staying at home was out of the question and other arrangements had to be made. 